Hello and welcome to It Depends, your favorite software engineering podcast. My name is Kisle and today we are going to talk about tech debt. Tech debt represents an accumulation of conscious or subconscious decisions which can now be identified as bad decisions in a code base. Basically, a shoddy job that makes taking the next steps harder. The more tech debt you have, the harder you have to work to make new changes. My approach to system architecture and evolution is via continuous learning and improvement. I believe that all things change all the time. So, all parts of a system will carry tech debt sometime or the other. The developer's team's job is to continuously identify these parts, prioritize the critical deficiencies which are blocking the way forward and consciously deepen their understanding of the system by taking on controlled tech debt if required. Today's podcast is just a few observations about this phenomenon, mostly focused around change and uncertainty. Every decision is tech debt in the making. The reason we see so much tech debt, even in good teams and organizations, is usually not because of bad decisions. Decisions were probably good when they were made, but the world keeps on changing. Parts of even good decisions will end up being tech debt at some point in the future. No one designs bad systems deliberately. If a design looks bad today, it does not matter why it was taken. Maybe the team did not know any better or the world changed on them. The outcome is the same either way. We need to do something about the situation. The ideal architecture is only ideal at a point in time. Perhaps not even then, because there are almost always things we do not know and that might lead us to design our system differently had we known them. This is Conway's law. Tech debt is great when taken on deliberately. A lot of discussion around tech debt is only about technology quality. It does not talk about learning. Deliberately taking on tech debt allows us to learn faster by potentially shipping faster. The problem is that we we forget that we made the feature as a learning step. The context of that deliberate decision is lost. So when the next iteration of this comes around, the decision looks like a bad decision rather than a feature in the process of growing. Too often, engineers think on the lines of, we built it badly and need to fix it, and not on the lines of, which part of this feature should be evolved next. The more we remember the context as a team, the more we can think of tech debt in terms of work in progress features rather than an already finished piece that was designed badly. The location of tech debt matters. The place where technical debt is seen in the overall system is very important. At the edges of the system, where the most amount of learning is happening, for example in customer facing product teams, Tech debt is tolerable, even somewhat desirable. It is less tolerable in the deeper layers of the system because the deeper in the tech stack a system is, the more dependencies it typically has and therefore the more damage a bad decision can do. The more stable the core systems are, the more fearlessly we can mess about in other places. Platform architecture actually encourages this type of dual thinking. It establishes standards for the platform components and allows product components to do whatever they want, however they want it. However, this is a point in time argument. There is no core system as such. Since all systems are always evolving, even core components will change. And when that happens, we should apply the same argument to them too. Tech debt is a balance. The trade-off of tech debt is not between speed and quality. The trade-off is actually between learning and executing on that learning in the long run. I have written earlier on my blog about ditching the urgency to execute in the learning phase. This is where it is okay to take on tech debt 
build something fast and small to see what the users do with it and learn from that interaction. Now, while the user feedback is coming in and we are trying to understand it, this is the time to clean up the most undesirable of the bad decisions that we now have in the system. Both these steps are critical. It is inevitable or that over the life of a developer team, we will go back and forth to some extent. The origins of tech debt are important. I mentioned earlier that why we have a bad decision right now doesn't matter. What matters is to fix it. This is true from an operational perspective, but not from a growth perspective. For the engineering team, identifying the origin of the tech debt is a critical part of the learning process. Looking back on their decisions, can they identify the bad decisions that they then thought were good? What led to those decisions? This kind of analysis will typically reveal some sort of information gap, not having enough technical skill, not having enough knowledge about the product or the customer, or not having under enough understanding of the direction in which the organization is moving. These gaps can now be filled actively. This analysis is hard because teams are biased against their former selves due to the new knowledge that they have gained since that decision was made. These were some of my perspectives about tech debt. I would love to hear what you think about tech debt and how you handle it in your team and in your code base. Drop me an email and I would love to have a conversation with you. Thank you for joining me on this episode of It Depends. Till the next time, goodbye.